Hey, welcome to Florida Home Chat. This is Paige Spiepichman. And I'm Miranda Oswald. Let's have some fun. Yeah. Let's talk about real estate. Absolutely. Yeah. And why people love to live in Florida. And they do. Yes. Hey, Paige, it's our first podcast. Yeah, we're finally doing it. I know. Let's see if we can get through it. What do you think? Yeah, we'll see. <laughs> so um, a little bit later. Yes, we'll have Joan Marie Bezo. She's with Guaranteed Rate Affinity. We're going to talk about some lending stuff. Pitfalls. Yeah. Pitfalls and tricks and tips. And I guess to warm us up, um, we're going to talk about some home maintenance stuff. Um, not really my favorite topic. <laughs> well, this one especially because we're going to talk about not having a oven that smells like pizza. So we're going to talk about giving your oven a little love. Well, I don't really mind if it smells like pizza. I think it's kind of a nice, nice smell, it is actually. A nice smell. I mean, it's not like what you want your open house to smell like, <laughs> but I mean, it makes you feel like you're at home. Right. It's true. <laughs> so if you're going to give your um, stove a little love, what you're going to do is first check your range hood filter. I guarantee you that son of a gun is slimy and gross. So you're going to pop that off. You can put it in some boiling water with baking soda. If the grease is too stubborn to clean, just get a new filter. They're not that expensive. Okay, okay. Be honest. How many times have you done this? I have done this. How? I want to know. In the last 10 years of owning this home, how many times? Once. <laughs> <laughs> right after I looked this up. Okay. Fantastic. And how long ago was that? Uh... It was about a year ago. Okay, so after nine years of living here. Yeah, I did it once, and now <laughs> I'm going to wait another eight years. I'm, I'm good. Got it. All right. So, you know, that's something you could do. And you could also set your oven on the self-clean. I've done that a few times. Careful. and Yeah, no, just leave the house when you do that. I mean, honestly, I've only probably ever done it twice in my whole existence of being an adult and... Um, every time it makes the house just very stinky. Take the dogs for a walk, put the cats yeah, in the like, patio. Like a, it's a sick poison stinky. Like, yeah, it's really nasty. Yeah, but it's a good thing to do still. And uh, make sure you take the racks out first. That's important. And a magic eraser is great for those windows. On good your advice. Because you really want to see what you're cooking. Good advice. That's really <laughs> good advice. Anyway, uh, honestly, like I said, not my favorite topic. This is all kind of... It's maintenance. <laughs> Okay, let's get down to it. Let's get Joan Marie on the horn and see what she has to say today. What do you think? Yeah, I'm excited. All right, let's go. So, Joan Marie, um, I know you heard us talking. Uh, we've been discussing what the pitfalls are of not using a lender that your realtor knows is good. So, uh, do you have anything that you'd like to add about that? Any any danger signs that people should look for when choosing a lender? First of all, you need to use an experienced lender. That's number one. Okay. That, that is number one. Yeah. Same um, with realtors. Yeah. You realtors have had experience with lenders. They know which lenders they've worked with that approval letters mean approval letters and closing dates mean closing dates. Okay. Let's talk about that because we've seen it happen many times. Like I know we had one customer who had their moving van packed they were down here the closing day. They were denied. Um, no warning signs ahead of that. And we actually had to let them stay at our office. Yeah, we did. <laughs> with our with their cat. 
But um, so we know that can happen. We had another one that she wanted to use her lender where she kept her million dollars. And funny thing is they waited until five days before closing and, and turned her down. And you rescued us on that one. You have to know the guidelines. You do, you have to know the guidelines. And there's a lot of loan officers that don't. Look, there isn't a loan officer that knows every single guideline. There isn't an underwriter that knows every single guideline. But the more guidelines you know, the more you're going to be able to go and approach even an underwriter and say, here's the guideline. They're, they're not perfect. You know, like, for example, I had a, an underwriter deny a loan based on the wife being on a title. She wasn't on the loan. She was just on title. And the loan included taxes, insurance, everything. And she was denying it because she was smacking her with the taxes and insurance because she was on title. Well, guess what? I said to the guideline, Fannie Mae does not hit them. And I know that. Freddie does, but Fannie doesn't. So it's just things like that that you just got to know your stuff. I mean, yeah, yeah. yeah. So talk to, to me about underwriters. Loan. Let's talk about underwriters. Okay. Because a lot of people say this loan officer is so nice. I know that he will do right by me. But, you know, that's the front guy. That's not the person who's making the wheels turn. <laughs> Yeah. And a lot of times when you go into banks, you know, you talk to the front person and then it goes to this person and then it goes to this person. And sometimes you never talk to the same person about two different things. It's very frustrating, very frustrating where, you know, when you're working with a lender, like the way we work, there are just a couple of people that know everything about the file and they can come to me even. It doesn't matter. Even if it's not something I do, they can come to me. I have people coming to me after closings. Like, I don't know what to do. You know, the taxes went up or, you know, they're canceling my insurance. What I, you know, I don't go away. <laughs> Isn't that the truth? <laughs> yeah, I don't go away. You know, I still help them, but... I think one of the things that we should talk about is how valuable a pre-approval is right now. Oh, good. Let's talk about it. Okay. A pre-approval, um, now what customers really should be doing in this market is going through full underwriting. Full underwriting. It gives them the edge. Everything is done. Everything is approved. Underwriter has approved it. All we need is an appraisal. That's awesome. That's great advice. So how do, how do they do it? I mean, do they just ask for that? I've been doing it. I see. Because <laughs> you, you know, know when you people know are, are, you know, I'm not doing it with everybody. I just, I know the tire kickers. You know the tire kickers. Yeah, you know. We do. <laughs> we do. But the ones that seriously want to buy, um, and because... They want short closings and, you know, they want to make their offer as strong as possible. I'm getting all their documents as if they were in contract and putting them through underwriting and getting them not a pre-approval, but a loan commitment. That's awesome. It's so, important. Jean-Marie, can you tell us 
uh, well, we know, but can you explain for the listeners what a loan estimate is and why that's important for the buyer? Okay, so a loan estimate gives you the breakdown of what the lender fees are, cost of appraisal, cost of title insurance. Um, a loan estimate is super important because there are people that will make a phone call and say, well, ABC Mortgage is offering 2.99%. Why is your rate 3.375? That's when a loan estimate really is important because they need to look at the fees. You, you, were, you had mentioned something a while ago about APRs. Mm-hmm. Yeah. APRs, like the great equalizer, right? Yeah, what the way an APR, and it is a complicated calculation. I mean, I don't know of anybody who can manually calculate it, but I will tell you what it means. It what they do is they take any fees, not costs, fees. Fees are lender fees, fees are any title or attorney costs to close the loan. Um, those are all fees. So they calculate those fees and that's how the APR comes. So if you see a rate of 3% and the APR of 3.6, that tells the consumer you're paying a lot of fees to the lender. Interesting. So, yeah. And sometimes people get confused thinking the APR is their rate. Their rate is not the APR. It's all it is is information for the consumer to get an idea of how much they're paying in fees. Now on this document, correct me if I'm wrong, lenders can't lie about the fees. It's like a legal document. They have to disclose all fees. Right, so when when a lender disclosed the fees and they made a mistake, they can't change it. Hmm. They can reduce them, but they can never ever add the fees because Consumers don't want to go to closing and say, wait a minute, this is not what was disclosed to me. No, there are certain costs that you cannot adjust. Like just for example, okay, any lender fees, 0% tolerance, which means that you cannot increase that one cent. If you disclose that amount, that's the way it is. Um, So if it's on the loan estimate, it's going to close with that amount. On a loan estimate, once you disclose to the buyer what the lender fees are, you cannot change that. I shouldn't say you can reduce it, but you can never increase it. Got it. So if they made a, an error, then you know they they are the ones that have to to absorb the rest of it because the consumer cannot. So when you're shopping for a lender, you definitely want to get the loan estimate from each lender and lay them out next to each other, because it will not only tell you what your closing costs are, your cash that you need to close, but also the components of your payment. So your exact payment, well, not exact, but your estimate on your payment, your estimate on your closing costs, and your estimates on your cash to close. Is there anything else I'm missing? And the APR. Anything else we're missing? And the APR? No, I mean, when they disclose title work, that is, on a loan estimate, that is only a 10% tolerance. Mm -hmm. So they better, um, they can never go and disclose exactly because, you know, title is title. 
but there's only a 10% tolerance on that. The government really, really watches the lenders now versus years ago, they would just slap on different things. They can't do that anymore. Okay, we have something we want to talk to you about. Yes. Are you planning on buying or selling in Southwest Florida, particularly Sarasota or Manatee counties? Those are our favorite places. They sure are. And if you are, don't hesitate to drop us a line. We can definitely help you out. However, if you're planning on buying or selling outside of Sarasota or Manatee counties. Anywhere in the universe. Don't sweat it. We can help you out. The sun, the moon, anywhere. We can find an agent that's going to help best fit your needs. The ones with the best reputation and the most fun. Just contact us on our Facebook page, Florida Home Chat at Facebook. So what do we tell a buyer who says, I want to buy a home? but I don't want to get a pre-approval because I don't want anybody pulling my credit. It'll hurt my credit score. Okay, well, in order to get a pre-approval, their credit has to be pulled. I mean, there's no getting around it. So if you're a serious buyer and you want to get pre-approved, you just have to accept the fact that your credit is going to be pulled. Would you describe it as a soft hit to a credit score? It is not, it is a hard hit. Now. What people don't realize when you're pulling credit is they'll say, how many points is it going to go down? Well, I don't know how many points is going to go down, but when a mortgage company is pulling your credit, the the reduction in points is way different than if you were applying for a credit card. So there, it, it's not concrete where, okay, every time somebody pulls my credit, it's going down this many points. That's not true. It depends on who is pulling it. And when you are looking to apply for something what they call as an installment loan, which means that it's not revolving. It's not like a credit card where you can use it and then pay it and then use it. This is something, one loan amount and you just go and make payments, just like a car. Um, It doesn't affect your credit as much. In addition, everybody has a right to go and shop for a mortgage. So If a mortgage company pulls your credit, you can shop for two weeks. You can have 10 mortgage companies pull your credit, but it's only going to affect your score as if only one did. It won't affect your score when the others pull your credit. So So how long long does that last? But first of all, what's the difference between a soft hit and a hard hit? I don't even know what that means. Okay, a a hard pull, a soft pull doesn't affect credit score at all. A soft pull, like sometimes insurance companies will do a soft pull. Okay. You know, for insurance, this is a hard, so it will show up that this company did inquire into your credit and it will, it will do something to your credit score. How long does that last? It doesn't. How long Mm -hmm. does it last? How long does that, um, that knock to your credit score last? Doesn't that bounce back pretty quickly? Not very, not very long, maybe two or three months. It's not horrible and it's it's let's put it this way if somebody has 760 credit and it goes down to 755 it doesn't make a difference anyway so it's only for those folks that are really borderline that it might make a difference 
That's correct. If somebody's really borderline, like they're 600 and it might go to, you know, 587, it really could affect their ability to get a mortgage. Okay. How long does it take to get a pre-approval? Because I have people tell me that they've gone to their bank and they're waiting three more days before they're going to hear. Well, I, I guess it depends on where you go. Um, it usually takes me 30 to 45 minutes to get a pre-approval. Yeah, I know. That's why I asked, because that's one of the reasons we love you. Have I ever called you and said, wake up? At yes, 11 at have. night. <laughs> at 11 o'clock at night. <laughs> right. That's why we love it. No, it's, you know, and, and let's talk about, you know, the, the, the way that I work, you know, with you. You know, I have trained many realtors in the 28 years. And I really believe one of the huge keys to success is to have a team and keep that team. You have an insurance person that you know will take care of it. You have a title company that you know will take care of you. You have a mortgage lender that you know that will take care of you. Because sometimes, in, sometimes what happens is people will shop rates, okay? Great, they'll go on the internet, they'll do whatever. This is what they're not really thinking. If there is an eighth of a difference in rate, you might be talking about, depending on the loan amount, $25, $30, $50 a month, if that. It might even be lower. But they have five or $10,000 in escrow. They're more concerned about their rate than they are getting it closed on time and not risking losing that money. So when you look at the whole picture, don't worry about an eighth. Don't, don't worry about it because you, that's less than one dinner out a month. I mean, it's just, don't, don't worry about it. Most of the time, if somebody does get a lower rate, we ask them for a loan estimate and we will try to match it. But I can tell you 99% of the time we don't because when they send the loan estimate, I see how much they're charging in fees. And I tell them, I can match that rate. Do you want to pay me $3,500? That's fine. I'll match that rate. So when people shop, they shouldn't just be looking at the rates or they're worried about, you know, one lender is charging $100 more than another. When you're buying a $300,000 house, you want to get it closed. Stop worrying about the $50 here and the $100 here. The point is to get it closed. Thank you so much for joining us. Thank this is you. Joan Marie Beza from Guaranteed Rate Affinity. Her info will be in our contact information. You're the best, Joan Marie. Thanks so much. Thank you. You guys are too. <laughs> Talk soon. Love you. Okay. Bye. Bye. Another thing we want to talk about every week is some events that are happening around the state, the reason people want to come to Florida. Yeah, absolutely. And this week, we're going to keep it local, Sarasota. It is Black History Month, so uh, we want to give you guys some events that you may be thinking about, um, bring to your attention, I should say, um, to uplift and honor Black voices in the area. 
The West Coast Black Theater Troupe has uh, two events uh, this month. One is A Place for You. Tickets are only $20. Another one is Songs and Stories of the Civil Rights Movement. And admission is completely free for They're this They're so one. talented. They really are. Another one, the Sarasota Orchestra, um, is having a concert called Voices of Color. We went to Sarasota Orchestra last night. Yes. And Again, brilliant. Yeah, they're fantastic. Um, and the tickets for this one are about $38. So we'll provide links for these events in the comments, and I just highly recommend you go. The talent is unbelievable at the, both of these, um, uh, the Sarasota Orchestra and the West Coast Black Theater Troupe, and um, it's just phenomenal. You can also check out, just Google it, because there are lots of events going on, art exhibits and all kinds of other things. Uh, Sarasota has really taken hold on Black History Month this, this year. They really have. I think that you could almost find something for every other day of this month if you wanted to. Well, that's all the time we have for today. It was fun. Yeah. It was a good time. So if there are any topics that you would like us to discuss, please log on to our webpage, florida-homechat.com or find us on Facebook at facebook.com slash Florida Home Chat, all one word. And of course, contact us if you need any real estate help anywhere in the universe. Sun, the moon, anywhere. Oh, I almost forgot. Don't forget to hit the subscribe button if you haven't already. And share the link with a friend. Or an enemy. If you think they'd like to have some fun with us too. Don't forget to look for contact information or links in the description on the episode. By the way, the views and opinions of Paige. Hey. Okay, either of us are just opinions. Don't go making plans based on what we tell you to do. Make your own decisions.